It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, it's me. It's Pinky the Pig, and it's time for our podcast show. Thank you for listening. The Pinky the Pig Show, where you listen, laugh, and learn with an oink and a moo. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky House Pinky. I'm wonderful. How are you, Mildred? I'm wonderful. Did you have a nice weekend? Yeah, I had a really nice weekend, did you? I did. Guess what? Guess what? Robert! Yes, that, that's who helps to take care of you. And his sister, that's Penelope. Yeah, well, Robert... You know, he's 18 now. Right. Well, he went surfing over the weekend. He went to the beach. He went to the ocean. Oh, wow. Yeah, he went with J.D. You know, J.D., that's that's Katie and Dwayne's nephew because Katie's brother, that's Point Dexter. Right, Point Dexter and his wife, M- Midge. Yeah, their son is J.D. And so Robert got to go surfing with J.D. at the beach. Wow. And, you know, Robert, he's been on, he, he's never surfed in the real ocean. Right. How, did he do well? He did really good. Well, he's surfed before on, a, you know, the inland wave thing. Right, I remember that. That was a big deal. Yeah, he went to that big surf ranch. Kelly Slater built that thing. And, and uh, where is it? That's like 200 miles inland from California, from the coast, from the ocean, inland. Yeah, a very famous man-made wave. Just one long, long wave. It took them 10 years to build that place. Right, it was originally a water ski park. Yeah, they, they had to use the real science and engineering and, you know, the high-tech, cutting-edge, technological smarts right and the best part about that place is it's solar powered yeah but anyway he got to go to the real ocean and he did really good oh that's nice when where did when did surfing start mildred well of course there are several different theories of the origin of surfing one theory is back in history in peru in South America, they developed a fishing boat where they could stand up. It was called the Cabalito de Totora. Hmm. And, you know, they would get in the waves. Yeah, but they'd be fishing. Right. And then others say it originated in Hawaii and in 1771 that, the you know, the natives did that there. They figured it out. Yeah, but Mildred, it takes a long time to get to know how to surf because it's all about catching the wave. You have to be in the right place at the right time, and then you step up on the board, and you got to stand up there, get your balance. It's a lot of balance going on. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, when it was later on when the Europeans came, they they considered it to be savage-like, you know, to, to surf, and it was a primitive practice. Ah, oh, brother. 
right? But eventually, you know, it evolved into modern surfing and that became accepted. Yeah. And very famous Hawaiian Olympian champion swimmer, Duke Kajinomoku. Kajinomoku. <laughs> yeah, that's probably close, Mildred. Right. He helped in, in, to popularize the sport and like around the year 1915. And by the 1930s, California picked it up and, you know, surfing craze got really big. Oh, yeah, and even Mark Twain, he wrote about it in The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer learned to surf. Right, and the first world competition for surfing in in a a world level was in Sydney. Yeah, I know Sydney. That's in Australia. And we have many listeners that listen to our podcast that live in Australia and New Zealand. Yes, we do, Pinky. And that was in the year 1964. Yeah, surf, baby. Right, and that term, it comes from uh, the word, the wave crest. Yeah, when it curves up there, the crest. And then the also the word break. Well, yeah, it breaks. And swell. Yeah, it's the water comes in there, swells up. Right, so that's where the surf word came from. That's nice. And, of course, the shape of the board itself has changed over the years. Yeah, I think they did a longboard, but I don't know, they're talking about a swallowtail also. Right, the back of the, the, the shape at the tip in the back of that swallowtail that has the two points, like a swallow bird, like the tail. Yeah, we did a podcast about the bird, swallowtail birds. Yes, we did. What episode was that, Mildred? I'm not sure, Pinky. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, that's okay. And, uh, yeah, the swallowtails, they make, they give you a little bit more control on the board. And then, of course, the fins under the boards, that's the pieces that stick down into the water. Then that helps you steer. And I think they only have one in the beginning. Now they have, like, two or three. Right, because they can make quicker turns. They have more control. Yeah, well, while he was there, he met a girl, a girl surfer. Oh, well, sure. And guess what her name is? Uh, I don't know. She's little. Oh, she's a little surfer girl? Yeah, her name is Celeste. Celeste, the little surfer girl. Yeah. Did, did we give away tomorrow's Tuesday's tune? Oh, uh, perhaps. Yeah, that's going to be tomorrow's song, Little Surfer Girl by the Beach Boys. Okay, we'll look forward to that. Yeah, Robert said Celeste is a really good surfer. Nice. Yeah, because it takes a long time to get good at surfing. She's been surfing since she was just a little girl. But Robert said that it's a very deep spiritual connection when you're on the board like that and you're just laying there on the board. Well, you don't lay flat. You lift up your chest and your head and and your feet together. It's kind of like the posture, the yoga posture that Lady Lynette does all the time called the cobra. And that's what surfers do on a board when they're paddling the cobra position. So Robert knows that position. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does a little yoga with Lady Lynette. Maybe I should, yeah, he does. Good. Well, that's, what, what do you mean? Yeah, boys can do yoga. Oh, I know. I don't know where that came from. But he said that when you're sitting on a wave, no, 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 it goes, when you catch a wave, you're sitting on top of the world. Yeah. Do, do you think you'd ever get on a surfboard, Pinky? Well, no. No. I, I've seen dogs up there, though. Pictures of that. Right. What about you, Mildred? No, I don't think so. But you know pigs and cows are very good swimmers. People wouldn't think that, perhaps, but we are. Yes. And Robert learned about the surf ethics and the surf etiquette. Right, because you have to be in the right position. And if someone has already claimed that wave, you, you don't drop in, in in front of them. No, no, he learned. He's very, he's very polite. That came easy for him. Right. But, you know, you have to know what you're doing and you have to pay attention because there can be the riptides and the strong currents and rocks and shallow water. And you have to, you have to go with people that know what they're doing you you know you don't just jump out there without any kind of people to help you right well he was lucky to have jd yeah he's a really good surfer do you have pretty poem i do okay pinky this first one is anonymous and it says life is a lot like surfing if you get caught in the impact zone You've got to get back up because you never know what may be over the next wave. And this next one comes from Kelly Slater. He says, surfing is when you become one with nature. Surfing's as raw of a sport as it gets. We are connected with nature. Yeah, I'll sing the song tomorrow. Okay. I love you. I love you.